This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Have you seen these sneakers that they're selling online? They're like, it looked like a lawnmower ran them over. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is a, a trend that we like to follow. It's the ridiculous amounts of money that rich people will send, spend on uh, garbage, basically. Like, look at these. Look at these shoes. Yeah, I mean, we've seen jeans with some rips in them, you know, and we're like, oh, man, there's way too many rips in those jeans. But this literally looks like it was pulled out of the bottom of a garbage dump pile. Like, they're rotten. These shoes are selling for $1,850 US. Dude, I got some a pair of shoes that look exactly like that, and they sit in my garden shed, and I use them to cut the lawn. And they're in better shape than that, actually. That's crazy. Another one of these uh, stories, Gucci has put out a swimsuit <laughs> and you can't swim in it. <laughs> $380 for the Gucci all-in-one white piece swimsuit. It's got Gucci's logo on it, a scooped back and crossover straps. Sounds pretty nice, right? But... In the item's description, it says, due to the nature of this particular fabric, the swimsuit, swimsuit should not come into contact with chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> that is silly. But I wonder how many people who go to the beach and put on swimsuits end up getting in the pool or the lake or the, lake or the ocean. Because like half the time you do put it on, you sit on the beach. You should be able to wear it into the lake. That's, that's the good thing about it. You just oh, don't. because no chlorine. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. go into the pool with it. Yeah. <laughs> what would happen? Would it fall off? Like it just disintegrate? I don't know. Because like, I wear like, you know, shirts in the pool sometimes. Heavier fellows, like heavier friends of mine do the same. They're not meant for the pool. I say try it, ladies, and see what happens. <laughs> I say spend $400 on a swimsuit that you can't swim in. Any, even if you could swim in it. That's an outrageous price for a swimsuit. I, th- I think the Richies are just trolling. The regular folk and the poor people mm-hmm. with this garbage. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Happy 519 day. Yes, it is the fifth month, the 19th day, 519. And we are celebrating by sharing things that make the 519 area code great here. Again, if you're in the 905, September 5th, you're going to have your shot. Mm-hmm. But focused on the 519, so you got Brantford, London, Woodstock, uh, Dorchester, all the way up to Milverton. Jim, you've lived in the 519 your whole life. Mitchell, Ontario is a 519, your hometown. Yeah. I lived, I lived in 905 for three, three or four years, you know? Yeah. I got around a little, but yeah, 519 uh, was uh, the only area code I knew. Remember when you had to start typing in the 5192? Like, I was... I don't know, maybe that was late 90s or something like that. Before yeah. you could just like do the seven numbers. You didn't have to use the area code. Yeah, but then once you did, boy, it shone bright, you know? There was no turning back. <laughs> yeah. Definite area code pride <laughs> developed after that, uh, that day. Uh, Kitchener, Waterloo, Windsor, the other way, Cambridge. Like, mm-hmm. there, there is, it's pretty large uh, area, this area code. And we're getting messages here text messages about why people love the 519. What do you got there? Uh, The Freedom Festival fireworks on the Detroit River is what makes 519 so great. 
Now, have are to those check from that Detroit? <laughs> are you looking across the river? But if or you can that see Windsor? them from the 519, yeah. hey, you we don't didn't have pay to for pay them. for exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Canada. Free rides, baby. Uh, these are two different texts from two different people. Nikki's Roadhouse in Woodstock and Danny's Hanover, or Danny's in Hanover is what makes the 519 pretty great. Never heard of them. No? What are those places, I wonder? Um, well... <laughs> Somebody else texted us on a different line and referred to Nikki's as the Creditville Dance Academy. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know what that is, go have some chicken wings there this afternoon. And either in Danny's in Hanover or uh Oh, so it's Nikki's a restaurant. Well, don't bring the kids. <laughs> <laughs> some, <Or> the wife. <laughs> some more wholesome uh reasons to love the 519 mm-hmm. here. You got the Amish flower stands in Milverton and Millbank. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, you have the Mennonite bakeries. Well, those are pretty True. awesome. True. Mennonites in general in the 509 are pretty sweet. We've got a call here. Hey, what makes uh, the 519 area code so great? What do you think? Hello? Hey, Jim, you're going to love this one, buddy. Okay. I'm not calling from the 519, but my parents, when I used to live with them, Years back, I uh, used to get free pizza. How? I almost got them in a lot of shit for it. Just tell them that there's a hair in your pizza or something, and then you get it for free. <laughs> what does that have to do with the 519 area code? That's where my parents, where I grew up from. And okay. the pizza places are too trustworthy there. So when you lived in the 519 area code, you would lie to the pizza hair place about, in their pizza. about hair in the pizza. I, Oh, and McDonald's, and I'd get free combos, uh, everything. Okay, that's one great thing about the 519, I guess. <laughs> I don't check. <laughs> Absolutely, boy. What area code do you live in now? I don't even know my own cell phone number. I'm a, I'm a 226, but my parents are still 519 if you want a free pizza. <laughs> I would never do that to Godfathers in New Orleans, thank you. No, 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 never. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. <laughs> Happy 519 Day, everyone. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim Kelly has taken his uh, sweater off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just wants to make I'm, sure his body temperature, his core temperature cools down. I'm, oh, I'm already sweating in t- anticipation. You've got some? Because I have, I have these over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to the folks from the Heat Wave Hot Sauce Expo, which is happening in London, Ontario, May 28th and 29th at Centennial Hall for sending over a sweatband and wristband set here yep. for Jim. As Great he gets for pickup basketball later. As he gets ready to, you uh, look like a Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> as he gets ready to try some of these hot sauces that are going to be featured at the Expo next weekend. Jim, why don't we start with the Dawson's? This okay. is a, we had the folks from Dawson's Hot Sauce on the air with us. They make this stuff in Hamilton, Ontario, and uh, they were featured on Hot Ones, which is the very popular YouTube show where celebrities eat hot wings. And I believe this is the sauce that Dave Grohl gave the uh, his seal of approval to. So we've wow. got. Wow, it's like I went out for wings with Dave Grohl. Yeah, your Buffalo Wing Brothers, <laughs> as they call it. So you've got some chicken wings there. This is just mild, so I'll probably just like enjoy this one. Put put a good portion on. We should have got a bowl for you to toss them in. <laughs> okay, okay, this, so this, is, this is, is the Dawson's Cedar Smoked Garlic. Mild. Give it a try. 
Those are crispy wings. The air fryer did a nice job reheating those. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's what you want. Oh, that's a little tangy. So this is mild? It's got a kick to it. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> got a little, that's got a little something to it. A little tingly. You would eat that at home, though? You'd I would, put yeah. That on that's, your like a, that's like on a, a non-offensive one. But that would be one you'd give to your friends, and they'd be like, oh. Ooh, this is nice. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where do you want to go next? Let's go. Let's get into it, man. Let's go to the hot one. Let's go to the hottest one. Oh, I swallowed a little. Oh, no. We're in trouble. That was straight sauce there. If the mild is getting you uh, that uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like some of these bottles are labeled differently. They have M for mild, H for hot, and then X is, I don't know, extreme. All right, I got one open here. Did that have a child safety lock on the lid? <laughs> I had to snap it off. So this is called ghosted hot sauce. Ghost pepper sauce. Sauce a au poivre fantôme for our French listeners. <laughs> Ghost pepper? Is that, <laughs> isn't that like so. one of the, like, the big ones? This is from Kitchener, Ontario. Ghosted hot sauce. Ghost peppers. I've heard of those. I think they're supposed to be pretty hot. Oh, God, Jim. That's a lot. Boss Brad is in here. Are we Facebook Live right now, Boss Brad? Yeah, we're Facebook Live if you want to watch Jim do this. How is it? It's good. That one's not crazy. That's got like... um, I would say maybe less flavor than the Dawson's, but definitely hotter. But it, it doesn't, it's not that, uh, like, some. I don't really like saucy wings that much, to be honest. Usually I get, like, a dry rub. That's good. Good for a dipper. Yeah. Next, let's move on to the Hot Sauce Company is the name of this one. Seasonal yeah. edition, Scorpion okay, Sriracha. Okay, that one catches up on you. That one catches up. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpion Sriracha. Jim's trying okay. some of the hot sauces that are going to be featured in London, Ontario at the Heatwave Hot Sauce Expo, May 28th and 29th at Centennial Hall. Scorpion Sriracha. Okay. Careful, it's open there. You always want to eat something called scorpion. Are scorpion peppers hot? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Probably. I've never heard of them. Hotter than the... the Kitten peppers. <laughs> yeah, the kitten versus <laughs> scorpion. Oh, I got a lot of sauce. That's hot. How That's hot? hot, but it's not unbearable. They keep getting hotter, but it's not crazy. That's the hottest one so that far. That was absolutely the hottest. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gross. Oh, gross. gross for the rest. I'm leaking here, folks. <laughs> Here's a roll of paper towel, Jim. Well, take that. <laughs> okay, not bad so far. These are actually like uh, I thought this was gonna be torturous, but these are like these are like enjoyable. I think we need to try the one that's in the catheter bag. Yeah, this is. Is that what that is? This is weird. I think it's a blood. It looks like a blood IV bag, right? So it's yeah, hot yeah, sauce in, a, in the, an IV bag. Isn't that the same? This is. I mean, this is branding to the next level here. This one says H. This isn't an X yet. How do you... How do you open that? I've never had a kidney stone. I don't know how you work this thing here. Is it... it come out the tube? Yep, yep. Yeah, well, you just oh. squeeze it. Good, you got <laughs> some hilarious. on there? What's the name of it? Uh, oh, it's, it's... Actually, you're supposed to hold it like that. This one's called Rocco's 
Angry Cure. Careful, dude. It's squirting on oh. your shirt. Rocco's Angry Cure. <laughs> Why does... That was not even... I didn't even put it in my mouth. I got like a vapor of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Again, not torturous. Definitely hot. All right, let's go to the one with the X on the label. Somebody has written with a Sharpie X on this bottle. This is called the Truculent Trio. It's a mix of Reaper, Ghost, and Scorpion Peppers from Merrill's Hot Sauce. All three? Yeah. The Hattrick of Hate over there? Reap The Reaper I've heard of. That's like a notoriously hot This one. is from Milton, Ontario. Merrill's Hot Sauce. Okay. Do, do clear Tank, my sinuses? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Facebook Live. This is the extreme one. Let's go! If this one doesn't get you, Jim, I'm requesting they send some more hot sauces over for tomorrow. <laughs> so I put a lot on that one. You like the flat wings? I Well, for this experiment. Good for you. I'm a drum guy. We're good wing friends. That was hot. <laughs> I almost threw up there for a second. Oh, my God. Is it hot? Yeah. Water makes it worse. You okay? Yeah. Jim's head is down on the table. <laughs> He's still chewing. <coughs> Water makes it worse? Water apparently makes have. it worse. <coughs> I mean... Not bad. <laughs> I mean, I've <coughs> I'm sweat now. I'm sweating for sure. That tastes good though. It's that's freaking hot. What was this? What? Merrill's hot, Merrill's hot sure. sauce from Milton, Ontario. Yeah, now I know what X means. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's a uh, that's the real deal right there. T three, they call it. A wide a range of sauces. If you want to sample some of the stuff that Jim just tried or hundreds of other hot sauces, check out the hot pepper eating contest and more. Then you got to go to the Heatwave Hot Sauce Expo, May 28th, 29th, Centennial Hall in London. Worth the trip. Heatwaveexpo.com is the website to buy your tickets. My mouth is itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> Maybe I'll go downstairs and get you some milk here. How does that sound? Ooh, that one, that one stays. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Taz and Jim summer just getting underway here, and the soccer season. Oh yeah, has begun for our own Jim Kelly, who we have learned is playing for a new team this year called Great Wall FC. Mm-hmm. You're invited uh, by a, a guy you met earlier in your indoor soccer season, Jim, mm-hmm. to, to be the goalie for this team. Yep. And you are the only non-Chinese Canadian playing on Great Wall FC. I consider myself Chinese Canadian after two games. We're getting <laughs> written along real well. I'm trying to I'm trying to climatize myself mostly to the Mandarin uh, language because and before last night's game too the whole huddle all in Mandarin he had, there was like water bottles sitting on the sidelines so uh, one of our captains was like putting the water bottles around showing the, the play and I'm just like 
I hope I can figure out just by looking at the water bottles what's going on. <laughs> they're not speaking English in front of you. Yeah, they they do speak English, yeah. but you know, for tactics, they're you know they're better Mandarin speakers. So well, it's good because the other team is not going to be able True. to pick up on your plays as well. Absolutely, uh, we had a, a bit of a rough loss last night. <laughs> we lost five nothing. I am the goalie. I'll take the majority of it. Oh it was boy. it was brutal. You're the goalie for now. now <laughs> it's funny though. Like now that I'm like old, I got I I realized how much uh, more important stretching is in my life because it was raining before the game, like and during the game last night. So I stayed in my car as long as possible before the game started. I didn't stretch at all. First goal kick of the game that I go to hoof out of the, my my the box and I like p- pulled my quad. I don't know if you see me limping around. So the entire game, I'm like injured, injured. basically. Anyway. Still had a great second half. You know, it could have been worse. The we guys, had fun. The guys were okay. They, oh, yeah, they weren't yeah. mad at you. And well, no, we all it was a team team effort, you know. And uh I, I still think we're gonna win the championship, you know. We're 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 a young squad other than me, and I feel like we got a lot of potential. So the guy who invited me on the team, James, met up with me after the game and uh he's gonna teach me some Mandarin so I can uh, to contribute to pump the team up I want to learn a few Mandarin phrases and this is a great opportunity for us as well because we get to learn Mandarin with you so mm-hmm. every week that you go to a soccer game you're gonna le- learn a new Mandarin phrase or word and you've got some for us here okay great wall FC tough loss tonight but you know we battle hard I'm here with my man James how are you James how are you everyone yeah I'm great dude thanks for inviting me on the team Thank you for coming for a trip with us. How am I playing so far? How am I doing? James is doing great. James is the number one. Unfortunately, we let him down. Sorry there. No, no, it's a team effort. It's a team effort. I let you guys down. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to learn a little bit of Mandarin so I can keep up a little bit. I know Ni Hao. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Ni Hao? Yeah. Great. Hello? Uh, yes, yes. Can we start with, how about kick some ass? Uh... Jayo, maybe. Jayo. Jayo. Yes. What is that? That means kick ass? Yeah, it's what they say. Come on, let's go. Most of the time we'll do like a kind of a jayo. Let's go. In Chinese, in Mandarin, Uh how you just uh, bump people up, let's go, kind of thing. Jayo. 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 Okay, let's do it on three. I'll join you. One, two, three. Jayo. 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 That's an easy one. It sounds, first off, like let's go, which it means right. more or less. So it's kind of like easy that. to remember. When you're learning a different language, and like in, in when I learned how to say hamburger in French, I was really excited about that one. How do you say it? Hamburger. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> I, like when, I like when the word is almost the same. Yeah, yeah. Unlike anana, which you're like, oh, that must be banana. Right. No, no pineapple. pineapple. I'll get you every time. But yeah, Jayo, I'm going to wear that one out. <laughs> Jayo! This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Have you heard that for the past week, Johnny Cash has been urinating all over his hometown down in the United States? <laughs> I have. It caught on camera. Uh, it's funny. It's illegal, but it's funny. Somebody... Um, caused the water tower in Kingsland to uh, to spring a leak. This is in Arkansas where Johnny Cash was born. And the hole in the water tower, there's a big painting of Johnny Cash's silhouette on the water tower. Perfection. It, the water is spraying out right where Johnny Cash 
would pee mm-hmm. from. Constant stream. Yeah. And this is like at the top of a water tower. So it's, <laughs> it's screaming over the side of the water tower and then down. Oh, man. They've been looking into what's going on. They figured it was a vandal, but they didn't know how they did it. Uh, police investigation has led them to 38-year-old Timothy 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 Fled. Timothy Sled is Timothy the guy's Sled. name. Timothy Timothy Fled has been arrested. <laughs> it's a sad day for the Sled family. It's a sad day. The Sleds are devastated. So did he go up there with uh, like a cordless drill or something? Or? Sniper what? rifle. He uh, he took a long shot at the water tower, hit it perfectly. Bullseye. And here is the uh, local news report with the story. Recently, a humorous vandal with a wicked sense of humor decided to make Johnny a little bit more PG-13 and... Nope, that's not rain. Somebody shot our water tower, shot the silhouette of Johnny Cash in a very sensitive area. It was a long shot. Standing proud, holding a guitar, and emptying this 50,000-gallon water tank all over Kingsland. It's been leaking for the last almost week. But although the stream prompts a giggle, the leak is aiming to rain on the town's parade. This water tower is losing close to 30,000 gallons every single day. Whoever shot it out has should have to pay for it. <laughs> so as Johnny flows on, those here in Kingsland are hoping to put an end to the hurt. Yeah, it's basically costing the city $200 a day in water, and it's going to cost around $5,000 to repair the tank. How hard is it to just temporarily patch that hole? Can't you slap some sort of putty over top of it? Like, I, like come on, people. It's been leaking for a week. There's got to be a way, a common way to fix a leak like that. They should have Timothy Sled get up there and stick his thumb in the uh, in the hole. <laughs> for a week. Or even worse, his tongue. <laughs> That's what you get. I got a feeling that Johnny Cash would find this funny. I don't really know him, but I feel like you would find that funny. It's pretty funny uh, for everyone now, except for the guy who was caught shooting out the water tower. He's facing charges, criminal mischief, and impairing the operation of a vital public utility. Oh, boy. Both are felonies. If Mm. he's convicted, he's looking... Add up to 16 years behind bars. Hmm. Somebody may have the Folsom Prison Blues. It's time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. What the hell happened last night with the Battle of Alberta? You had the, the Flames versus the Oilers. Final score, nine for Calgary, six for Edmonton. Got a little crazy. (laughs) I did not watch this game because it was uh, way past my bedtime, but I did watch a bit of it on on my phone, uh, just on Twitter, and I saw Calgary go up 1-0 and 2-0 within the first 51 seconds of the game. Then they went up 3-0. Edmonton pulled their goalie. I'm like, okay, well, we know how that one's going to go. And then I woke up this morning, and it was 9-6. Just absolutely crazy. But what's even crazier is it is not the highest score playoff game in history 
So the highest scoring playoff game in history did involve the Edmonton Oilers. Back in 1982, the LA Kings beat the Oilers 10-8, 18 goals scored. Ah. This is the ninth time we have had at least 15 goals scored in a playoff game. It's kind of crazy. 15's nothing. <laughs> 18 is the benchmark. Do you think this is a sign of things to come? I think we might have some bad defense in this series. I don't think we're going to see this again. Here's one of the weird things, though. Of the nine times we have had at least 15 goals scored in a uh, playoff game, the Oilers and Flames have been involved in a lot of them. They've been involved in, I'm counting now, one, two, Three, four. So four or five times where they have been involved in this. So if you're putting these two teams together in the playoffs, then maybe we are going to see another 9-6 game. But I just if the Oilers' defense is going to be as bad as it was last night, then we could see some lopsided scores. I just, I just refuse to believe Calgary's defense is going to be playing like that throughout this entire series. Carolina beat New York as well in the NHL. Yes, this was a uh, a normal score. Two to one was the final score in overtime. So that was basically, they, it took them three plus periods to do what Calgary did in like five minutes last night. Uh, what annoys me about uh, the Carolina Hurricanes is their Twitter account. They love to be a troll on Twitter and it drives me up the wall. I, I mean, they have their on ice celebrations. The storm surge? Yeah, it's yeah. the off-ice stuff that just drives me nuts. I cannot stand the Carolina Hurt. I would rather cheer for the Ottawa Senators and have Gary Bettman as my father than cheer for the Her wow. Carolina Hurricanes. I'm going to retweet their last five tweets just to bug you, Dev. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go. Tag them in it. Thanks, Dev. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. So there is a uh, trailer that has been released this week for the new She-Hulk Attorney at Law show. <laughs> I haven't watched the trailer, but I saw that title of the show and it, I laughed. It's kind of fun. Well, it's like it sounds like it's like Ally McBeal meets Marvel or something like that, right? <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like too. So in the comics, She-Hulk is is a lawyer, just um, like Daredevil. Yeah, huh? A lot I, of lawyers in they, the Marvel they've world probably met in court at some point. <laughs> Uh, here's a little clip. This is uh, this is Mark Ruffalo's Hulk talking to his cousin, who is now She-Hulk. Cuz we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh, Bruce, it feels like if I don't transform, I'm gonna die. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. Is CGI getting worse? <laughs> I don't know. I saw a couple screenshots, and I just think they they don't go all out for the TV shows. Like for the movies, I think they go to top of line CGI, but I think the TV shows is like the lower tier. The Hulk's been bugging me ever since he he turned like nice. Yeah, he's supposed What's to be point? angry. Yeah, switch him back to angry Hulk. And that's the whole point of his character. I know. Is that he's out of control. Yeah. And now he's like reading a book with like tiny glasses on. Stop. Making quips. <laughs> Quipping it up. Quipping it up with yeah. his, his cousin. Yeah. I don't know. The CGI, maybe they're, they're not done working on it. Sometimes when the trailer comes out, they're still in the, in the middle of 
putting the show sure. together. So. They haven't rendered it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, could, they could be uh, changing a little bit, but... Maybe it'll be good. Her roar, I will say her roar was a little lackluster too. It was like, it sounded like when like a cat tries to be scary. Like they should, they should modify that a little bit too. They have until August. They got a little time. Yeah, to work the bugs out. She-Hulk, attorney at law. The trailer is now out there. We'll post it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Is it just me or is the CGI look uh, kind of like early 2000s? Hmm. They're like the first Hulk movies. Right. Yeah. Where's Lou Ferrigno? (laughs) Can't we just paint a guy? Yeah. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.